welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. A time to hear God's word is a time to be visited. May you receive a visitation as you listen to this message. Be blessed. So, you know, I've, I've established the fact that um, the Christian prayer. Jesus said, when you pray, Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 downwards. He, talk, he spoke about how when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they pray standing in the corners of the street, thinking that they will be rewarded, or for men to see, they said they have received their reward already. And they said, by you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in uh, who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret not in private god sees in secret is not talking about privacy privacy christian prayers are not private prayers christian prayers are always corporate christians are the only ones that usually there's never a time when it is only you praying to God. As I said, the least in the crowd, in the team of Christian prayer is four. You, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And so it's very important to understand that. However, that is the barest minimum. As soon as you begin to pray, Satan takes interest. Ah, she's praying. Okay, I got to go there now. <laughs> so, Satan joins the team. <laughs> and when he's coming, he does not come alone. He comes with other devils. And the good news is angels also take interest. So angels are there to start taking your words and be running with it and working with it for you. And not that just that, we also have cloud of witnesses. All the time, maybe I'll talk about that later. All the time in the Bible when Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, when he said, when you pray, and then in John chapter 14, chapter 15, chapter 16, when he taught them to pray in his name, when you read the original Greek, there is said, whatever you shall ask in my name, John 14, 13, 14, John 15, 16, John 16, 23, 24, 26, 14, 13 says that, Whatever you ask, the Greek for you is not a singular you. The Greek for the you is a plural you. He said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, that when you, that word you, pray, Enter, go into your room, 
And when you have shut their door, pray to your father who is in secret, in the secret place. And your father who sees his reward you openly. Verse 7. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen. For they think they, that they will be heard, for there are many words. Verse 8. Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask. Now look at the next. That's where we are going. After this manner. In this, King James said, after this manner. New King James says, in this manner, therefore pray ye. My father. So he said, your prayer is not just about you. As soon as you start praying, you've joined the others. Even if you are alone, you are not private. As soon as every Christian prayer is the prayer in the crowd, with the crowd. So when you start praying, say, oh, I found that not only you, you are not alone. You actually, they are already praying somewhere with you, other place. As soon as you pray, you have, you have just tuned in. You've joined. It's like prayer line. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the, how many of you have joined the prayer line before? Some of you have never. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Never. That's why you can't say amen in church. Yes, 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 yes. When, if you have joined the, if you join the prayer, how many of you have joined the prayer line? Later than it started. And then when you join, what do you expect to hear? You join the prayer. Someone asks you, what are you doing? Say, we are praying. Ah, you and who? Me and the other believers. But where are they? They are all on the line. So the one who is not on the line, who is just watching you, thinks that you are by yourself. But prayer is our father. It's our father thing. So the Christian prayer has at least four. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and the one praying. And then Satan takes so much interest, so he also comes. And he comes, he doesn't come with demons. Angels come to do obedience. And the believers are also part. And even the dead saints, they are not coming to answer, they are not coming to talk. But the Bible says that it went to a com company. We are in a company. He said, the, 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 the church, the spirit of just men made perfect. Seeing we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness. They are always interested. So as we meet, they are watching. They are part of it. So the pre Christian prayer is a prayer, a corporate prayer. Now, I said all this because Satan is also part when you start to pray. So why did, why, what, what does Satan come to do? Satan is real. Let's all say that together. Satan is real. Say it again. Satan is real. He either comes to disrupt your prayers or to stop your prayers. That's why he comes in. To disrupt your prayers or stop your prayers. So when we gather like this, how many of you are finding something difficult to pray? Prayer, I want to submit to you that prayer is not natural. It's only a little natural when you are in serious problems. Yeah, it to come naturally. <laughs> but when things are okay, prayer is not really natural. So 
Satan comes to get involved to stop or block, interfere, not block the prayer, but disrupt our prayers. To stop it or to disrupt it. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Let's go. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of who? The devil. The devil is a person, not a feeling, not some evil something. He's a person. Don't forget that. So the devil is a person. He has a will. He has emotions and he has intellect. He knows you. He said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. It's intellect, he knows. So, against the wiles of the devil. Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness. Ah, I see, really. Against spiritual wickedness. Satan is not in hell. He's in heavenly places. That's why in Job we could go before the presence of God. Satan is up there, and your prayer, you are going up there. He said, I'll meet you there. <laughs> he said, did you remember in Daniel chapter 10, chapter 9, a whole angel was sent to bring answer to Daniel's 21 days fasting. And he was held up by the prince of Persia. Spiritual powers. People are making political decisions by being influenced by them. There was a king of Persia, but Prince of Persia is principality assigned. He's the one who determines what's happening in Persia. It's not a king, it's the principality. He said, When the answer was coming, so the people of Israel can come out of captivity, the Prince of Persia helped, hijacked a whole angel yeah. and was fighting with him for 21 days. Yeah, angels, they're fighting. You come here. <laughs> fighting. And the priest, prince of Persia said, you are not going. The battle became so fierce. The prince of Persia was prevailing against the angel of God. So they had to send backup. Reinforcement SWAT team from above. A senior officer had to come in. Yeah. So he said, Michael. But the king of Persia with 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief angels, princes, one of the chiefs, came to help me. For, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Yeah. Angel was alone. <laughs> Bringing the answer. Did you, did you see that? These are real things in the spirit. So, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principal, against power, against rulers of the darkness. That's not even nice. They are rulers of the darkness of this world. Satan is real. Some of you, Satan is on the case. It's actually on your case. And sometimes, when you become a little spiritual, some people are not even born again, but they know Satan is after their lives. Yeah. So I don't understand when you know with the signs that have gone on in, in, in your, the evidence that have been in your bloodline and your life, you can see Satan is involved and you are coming to play church. You are coming to play proud 
in church and blame I don't like this person. I don't like that. Always complain. Look at the devils, amount of devils that are assigned to your marriage. Devils that are assigned to your son, to your daughter, to your health, against your education. One course, everybody finishes in three years. You are, after, after 13 years, you are still doing the course. And you know, nobody in your family has been able to finish a course. And the only one who finished died. Yeah. Are you guys something? We are fighting. Jesus actually called the devil some names. He uses title. He, he, he called him the prince of this world. He's aware of him. He didn't say, oh, he's some, some, some evil person. He said, the prince of this world. The prince of this world cometh and he has nothing in me. He calls him the prince of this world. When Satan appeared to Jesus and he says that, bow to me. If you bow to me, I'll give you everything in the world. He said, if you bow to me, I'll give it to you. You can't go wrong if you, if you stay with God. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Bible says to be carnally minded is death. Romans chapter 8. Yeah. But to be spiritually minded is life. Not only life. He said to be spiritually minded is life and peace. This life, you, you want to leave church. Drama will increase in your life. Let me finish what Jesus said about the devil. He told Jesus, if you bow to me, I will give you, in Luke, I will give you the world. Luke chapter 4. He said, I will give you the glory. He showed him the world and the glories. He showed him the, what did he say? The Bible says that, give it, he said, and the devil, taking up a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment. Now, I think go to the Matthew version. The Matthew says that, and the glories thereof. Yeah, said, all these things I'll give to you. No, no, before then. They, and again, the devil took him into a city high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. The glory, how wonderful. Wow. This is not, sometimes when you're in a plane and you look down, depending on which city. <laughs> Some city you look down, especially in the night. It's so nice. So nice. The skyline. Oh, wow. And look at what he said to him. In the Luke version, I prefer the Luke version. Luke chapter 4, verse 6. And the devil said, all this power will I give to thee and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. I own it now. Jesus didn't say you are lying. Because he actually owns it. Now, the Bible calls, Jesus calls him the ruler of this world. The Bible also calls him, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, the God of this world. Say the God of this world. Say it louder, please. The God of this world is the devil. Jesus calls him the God. In fact, in, uh, Jesus says the ruler again, which also means the God, the ruler in John chapter 14, verse 30. And then John chapter 12, verse 31. John chapter 16, verse 11. 12, 31. John 12, 31. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Some translations say the ruler. In, I think New King James says the ruler of this world. And now 60, chapter 16, verse 11. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Jesus calls the devil the prince. 
the ruler. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2. It says that we are by nature children of disobedience. And we live in the past according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. That's the devil. So he's very powerful. He's the prince of the power of the air. Very powerful. So some people are worshipping the God of this world without knowing. Knowingly or unknowingly. If you are not worshipping God, you worship God of this world. The way you have so worldly and is today, this and today, is the God of this world. Now, quickly, I want to use that. I have to stop now. Three ways. You, are, you see, the, 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 the trinity of a human being. Soul, spirit, and body. Soul, spirit, and body. Let's all say soul, spirit, and body. And in your soul, you have your intellect, your will, and your feelings. And when you are about to pray, those are the areas he wants to use to, to, uh, to, to stop your prayers or distract your prayers. So in your soul, which is your will, your will, sometimes you just don't want to pray. You are too lazy. Sometimes we don't pray because we are too lazy to pray or too busy to pray. So he, your will to pray, you want to pray, but you are busy. You are lazy. One of them. Satan will create a lazy situation around you or create a busy situation. Some of us think that I'm so busy, I'm breaking through, but you don't know you are breaking down. Because it is taking you away from spending time in the presence of God to stop demons from your father's background, your mother's background, social situations from invading your life. It's just a matter of time. Too busy. Satan is real. Or oh, too lazy. Uh, uh. How many of you have felt lazy before? When you pray. Uh, every now and then I feel it. Oh, sometimes I just, uh, this thing. And I, I, I just try to wake up and pray. And before I could say Jack, oh, time is almost one hour already. Ah, what happened? I, was, I dozed off. You have, to, you have to be aggressive. Somebody say, Lord, help me. So that's your will. And when it comes to your intellect, sometimes your mind, sometimes he will use you. Oh, God will answer this prayer. This thing, I've prayed over it for a long time. He begins to reason with you that it won't work. What's the point of praying? This thing, when I pray about it, the, the doctors have already said this, so there's no point. He will reason with you against God's word. So he'll give you suggestions and use your mind that if, if God wants to do it, he would have done it already. Oh. But he has committed his actions, his doings, to our praying. God is sovereign. But his, in his sovereignty, has chosen to work when we pray. In his sovereignty, you can't dictate to him what he should do. But your prayer creates the platform for him to do. That's how he's pro he programmed it. So if you don't pray, he can't. Why did Jesus pray? He was so powerful. Demons saw him, they were shaking. But he always had to pray. He was always praying. Why? Because without prayer, you can't bring the supernatural into the natural. I see God intervening in your life. And so he will use, he will attack your, your intellect, your mind. So first, he will attack your um, will. Then he will attack your intellect. If it does, depending on what aspect of your body is strong, your soul is dominant. Or your temperament. Some of us, we are strong-willed. Some of us, we are so emotional. And some of us, too, we are 
So mind, 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 mind. Some of us are mind people. Satan will use your mind. So there are times you are praying, but because your mind is so strong, you, you are very a mind person, intellectual person. Everything there must be a, an, a cogent intellectual explanation. Satan uses it to block your prayer. So how many of you have attempted, you started praying and something tells you, no, this one, there's no need you pray about it. Your mind begins to play games on you. So depending on your personality or your temperament particularly, he will use, if you are strong-willed, he will use your will. If you are strong-minded, he will use your mind. And if you are emotional, he will use your emotions easily. Easily. Even though he can use all the three. The one he uses easily is what you are dominant in. And so, then he can use your soul, your, your feelings, your emotions. Your heart is so gone for a boy that God can have a space. Yeah. Oh, don't behave like you've never fallen in love. Sometimes when you are in love with somebody, that girl, you can't, you can't get her off your mind. He's live, the person is living rent-free in your head. <laughs> He's living in your head rent-free. Some of you are coming for prayer meeting because of a guy. Or because of a lady. So this all the prayer we are praying are not praying. When you say, let's pray for revival in the UK, say, revival. I'm praying for Regina. You say revival. Regina. Regina. I need Reginald to say his mind. He said, I should pray for revival. Oh, Reginald. Oh, Reginald. Oh, Reginald. You can be so, your emotions can be so arrested. Your, your feelings, your heart can be so gone, you can't actually get proper focus on God to love him and to flow with him. There are people sometimes you pray for, you can see they are so stiff, they are con too conscious about themselves. What people think about me. Oh, if I pray now, what if I fall? They'll think there's a demon in me. Do you, do you know there's one? Oh, there's no one. I'm afraid. Hallelujah. Oh, you people make me preach and then we, we, we have to pray. This is a prayer meeting. Please rise to your feet. I have to stop the preaching. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. The best thing that can happen to you is being exposed to the Word of God. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. You can also find more information about Caris Church and our upcoming services by visiting caris.org. Be blessed.